Hello and welcome to Fine Dining in the UK, Episode 8, the podcast brought to you by www.finediningguide.co.uk. Today we will only scratch the surface of Burgundy, looking at the classifications, labelling and production of wines in the Cote d'Or. Officially, Burgundy has six constituent parts, Chablis, the Cote de Bone, the Cote de Nuit, the Cote Chalonnaise, the Massonet and Beaujolais. A rich labyrinth of wine beginning a one and a half hour drive southeast of Paris and ending some 300 miles south near Lyon. The official EU definition of wine is the product obtained from the total or partial fermentation of fresh grapes, whether or not crushed or from grape must. Fermentation refers to the natural process whereby yeast reacts with sugar to produce alcohol and carbon dioxide. In Champagne, for example, there is a contrived second fermentation inside the bottle, which locks in the naturally produced carbon dioxide, resulting in the bubbles in the finished product. The whether or not crushed aspect of the definition is relevant to Burgundy. As this implicitly refers to the Beaujolais method or carbonic maceration technique of production. Grape must is the combination of juice and pomace. The pomace is the pulp of skins, seeds and stems (coughs) resulting from crushing the harvested grapes. The mixture will, for example, rest as a must in the early stages of the production of fine red wines. France has always been very particular about controlling, managing and protecting quality amongst their agricultural produce. The first instance of government intervention was the demarcation of Roquefort cheese as being from a particular area, made in a particular way, using only ewes milk. Over the last 200 years, France has focused its attention on her wine making official demarcations of quality, principally through the Ministry of Agriculture. This includes the Appellation d'Origine Controle Award, which will be referred to as AC, that marks out wines of a certain quality. The idea is to also protect and guide the consumer. With wine this can be complicated. All other things being equal, the quality of a wine produced from one terroir can vary significantly from that of an immediate neighbour. In this case, terroir refers not just to the earth, meaning soils, but to the incline of the vineyard, the facing direction, the wind, the climate, and so on. Compared to Burgundy, nowhere else on earth is the terroir so studied and so complicated. The AC awards also dictate the maximum yield, Generally speaking, the higher the yield, the lower the quality of the resulting wine. The sum of these matters has led to the creation of nearly 100 ACs in Burgundy. Further, wines are classified in three main levels of general quality. Grand Cru, the best, Premier Cru, next best, and then Village Wine. To try and clarify by example, in the very heart of Burgundy, on the Côte d'Or, there are two small villages. The AC Pelini Montrachet refers to the level of quality expected of the village wine, 
Likewise, the neighbouring small village AC of Chassagne-Montrachet. Both very good white Chardonnay Burgundies, starting at around £20 and £15 a bottle respectively. <clears throat> Both can be identified from seeing the name of the village as a headline on the label and the AC of the village written underneath. However, there is a Grand Cru vineyard called Chevalier Montrachet that lies within and spanning the two villages. This has Chevalier Montrachet headlined on the label and the AC Chevalier Montrachet underneath. This wine is one of the best white wines in the world, a Chardonnay, and starts at around £200 a bottle, steeply moving upwards depending upon producer and vintage. So two new variables, producer and vintage. The vintage refers to the year the wine was made. Every year is a vintage, as opposed to Champagne where a vintage is declared only for those years meeting quality criteria. In the case of Burgundy, some years are recognised as by experts as being better than others. Vintage charts of Burgundy that mark the quality out of 10 can be found on various websites. Fine Dining Guide recommend www.bbr.com Unfortunately, because the Côte de Bone and the Côte de Nuit, collectively the Côte d'Or of Burgundy, are so delicate, plus the fact that two grapes, Pinot Noir for reds and Chardonnay for whites, are packed in su into such a small 30-mile north-to-south running area, a general vintage qualification can be difficult and occasionally less than helpful to the consumer. And what of the producers? These are the names written on the bottles as Domaine or Négociant Eleveur. These are very important in selecting a wine, and there are over 3,000 producers in Burgundy. After all, it is the man who makes the wine. Should Gordon Ramsay be given Michelin three-star raw ingredients, he is likely to prepare, conceive and execute a Michelin three-star dish, not just once, but for every customer consistently. Give the same raw ingredients to a chef down the road and you won't get the same results. Likewise, the wine you drink from Burgundy varies in character and quality by producer. Remember, in restaurant terminology, Burgundy wine is the other way around. It is the ingredients that are given the Michelin stars, not the chefs. Most of those exported are largely reliable familiar names, such as Louis Latour, Le Fleve or Joseph Drouin. The Gordon Ramsay of Burgundy producers is Domaine de la Romani Conti. Naturally, this is reflected in the price, where the price per case can vary as much as a factor of 10, depending upon the producer, regardless of the AC of the wine. So to go back to one of our two neighbouring AC villages, a village wine with Pliny Montrachet written on the label with the AC Pliny Montrachet written underneath, will have, in varying sizes of print, Négociant Eleveur or Domaine, written on front or back. There may be 20 different producers of this village wine, making something slightly different from each other. A difficult situation for consumers, but to understand how this has come about, 
one has to examine some history and comparisons to other regions may help. After the fall of the Roman Empire, Burgundy was in the hands of Catholic monks. Come the French Revolution, the early 19th century Napoleonic inheritance laws confiscated the wine from the Roman Catholic Church and put it in the hands of those who were tending the vineyards. Through generations, plots of land have been handed down in tiny parcels, parcels not big enough to produce wine independently. So in come independent producers who buy the output from a number of plots each year to make, bottle and export the wine. For contrast, should you look at the, at the Medoc, for example, Chateau Latour is a first-growth Grand Cru, a wonderful wine. The Chateau own all the grapes and produce and export all the wine. Mise en beauté au Chateau. They therefore have a consistent and understood standard. You are just looking for the vintage of, for guidance. In this case, the classification is with the chef and not the ingredients. However, the chefs were classified in 1855 and have not been amended since. This is for another discussion, but things are never easy with wine. Were Bordeaux easy to understand, then Robert M. Parker wouldn't have been in a job for the last 30 years. Without doubt, the search for great wine at a great price in Burgundy is a challenging and complicated one, but well worth pursuing. Spectacular wines, both red and white, can be found. The richness of choice and diversity of wine is also exciting and rewarding. However, forewarned is forearmed. That concludes Fine Dining in the UK Episode 8. The podcast brought to you by www.finediningguide.co.uk Until next time, happy drinking.